0: Today's episode is sponsored by Beauty Counter and consultant Rosie Boone. To find out more information, head over to our Instagram or our Facebook page where you can click on a link and find out all about the safe products that Rosie offers.
1: Thanks for joining the h Hour. My name is Heidi Bolt and I am one of your co-hosts. Um, this is one of my favorite, favorite things every single week because I get to sit right here. In this beautiful studio, alongside my sister, my co host, Heather Taves. Hi, Heather. Hello. I, I wonder if listeners have picked up on the fact that I almost never call you Heather. I almost always call you Heb. Really? You
0: think so? Is that weird? Well, I don't know. I, 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 I noticed
1: that my son loves to listen to our podcast, and okay. if we get in the car, he, Mom, please turn on a podcast. You have to listen to yourself? And it's <laughs> brutal. But he loves it and it keeps them all
0: quiet. So, but I have noticed Wait, I call you head all the time. Your children choose to listen to the H&H hour <laughs> they in the do. car. Isn't that a oh, riot? That is so sweet.
1: I know. There's been a few episodes where I'm like, oh, whoa! this is where I tell that story about him. So I'll just like fast forward <laughs> yeah. to it. And just like, mom, that quality didn't sound right. What happened there? I'm like.
0: "Your <laughs> six so, year olds critiquing our sound he quality. He is. He that is. That is so Great. But,
1: well, we're glad that you joined us. If you're a first time listener, welcome to the H and H Hour. This was this podcast was God's idea. It was. And we're just running in it. Mm-hmm. We're just taking a step of obedience yeah. and we have loved this, Heather. Mm-hmm. It's been so fun. Um just to see how far God's brought us in a year. I know. Um, how many episodes he's we've been able to
0: kind of crank out. We're on we're coming up on fifty five episodes. Yeah,
1: which is awesome. Yeah. yeah. And the amount of guests. So we invite mm-hmm. guests twice a month onto this podcast that we have gotten to host has been incredible. I have to say that is my
0: most favorite thing. Absolutely. Is that we get to give people, ordinary people, a platform. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I am taking nothing away from people who have written books. Right. Or, because we've had some of those on here. Yep. Shout out to our brother, Than. Than his book, In <laughs> Search of the King. Go check it out. Um, yeah. Or people who've started big organizations or, you yeah. know, done these really big things and have these huge platforms. Those are awesome. Right. But... What we love is ordinary people Mm -hmm. that have just as extraordinary stories in their lives. They just don't necessarily have a platform. And we get to give them that platform. And that is my favorite thing in the whole world. Well,
1: Heather, one thing that... So you and I are both moms. Mm -hmm. um, And one thing that I have loved the feedback of hearing specifically from moms, Mm -hmm. but from parents also, is that they have, through hearing this podcast, Mm -hmm. started to view their mundane, their ordinary, Mm -hmm. in a different perspective, through a different lens of going okay, God is using these very ordinary moments, this very ordinary person to do some really extraordinary right. things. My
0: very ordinary job. Yeah. And all of a sudden they yeah. see it as, as a
1: mission field. Yes. And I love that. Yeah.
0: Because that's when life change starts to happen. That's right. Because it's, when it's we your heart, right? Yeah. Your heart condition yeah. changes yeah. and your Absolutely. perspective changes. Yeah. Well, I am super excited to talk to our guest today. Heidi. Yeah. We've actually wanted him on here for a long time. So we now we finally got him. Josh Schilling, welcome mm-hmm. to the H&H Hour. Hello. Thank you. We're so glad that you're here with us.
2: I'm excited to be here. This is fun.
0: You
1: so know, good news, you're not the first man that's been on the H&H <laughs>
2: Hour. Yes.
1: There have been a few. <laughs> you're in good company. There's been lots of really great men on this podcast. And we have quite a few male listeners. We do. And very some cool. of them even tell us that they listen. Which is <laughs> bold and brave. <laughs> it is. It is. So, well, Josh, I'm honored to be here. Thank you very much. Good. Yeah. We're glad to yeah. have you. Um you. So we know you pretty well, Mm -hmm. but our listeners don't necessarily know you. So tell us just a little bit about yourself, your spouse, your kids, your job, your hobbies.
2: Sure. Yeah, I've been married. uh, We're coming up on 15 years to my wife, Kinsey. She's amazing. Uh, It'll be 15 years in August. Um, You know, she is just the world to me. She's she's an incredible individual, but she's an incredible wife, an incredible mother to my children. And uh, so that's an incredible milestone we're going to celebrate soon. Um, Are you but we have. Do something really awesome. Uh, I'm I'm working on that. Good job. Yeah. I'm Good. working on that. If The answer <laughs> was no. We would talk later. You know. You know, and that's something that too is so amazing about her. You know, uh, we've lived a life of you know not necessarily expecting those things, mm-hmm. but at the same time you know we need to celebrate those things yeah, and nice. it's important so um so definitely looking forward to doing you something you can let
0: fun. me know I'll help watch your kids all right okay. <laughs> sounds
2: good I think grandma and grandpa are on the rope for that too so you know maybe people, we'll trade maybe we'll make it longer people you know, say so. stuff
1: like can I get that in writing you this isn't this is rewarding.
2: yeah hey so got it's gotta that. happen now. and I love their dearly <laughs> and
0: I would take them in a heartbeat yeah and they
2: love your families <laughs> yeah. too so that's yeah. great yeah, so so again, there's my wife, and then we've got four kids. Uh, Ryder, he's my son; he was my firstborn. He's 11 years old. We've got my daughter Lila; she's nine, and my daughter Brooklyn is eight, and then my daughter Ivy; she's the baby; she's five. So, mm-hmm. those are our four kids. There, um, I own a real estate investment company. That that's my job. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a hard time kind of putting into words what what I do. Sometimes that mm-hmm. seems to be the the best way to say it, but. What I've done is bought property for, you know, quite a while, 15, 20 years, and then now we manage and maintain those properties and, and continue to purchase and sell and do other things with real estate. So mm-hmm. it's a real estate investment company. Um, and, you know, my wife and I, we also started a company recently, um, kind of a side, you know, um, a side company there, and we help people save on their energy bills. So that's mm-hmm. been something that, uh, you know, it's kind of interesting how God works because, In my business, for a long period of time, as much as I tried to involve my wife, there just, it wasn't always a great fit uh, Mm -hmm. in our real estate business. Now, she's been incredibly supportive Mm -hmm. and very helpful, Um, and she does, you know, do things for me in helping that business, but we've always wanted to find something that we could do together, Mm -hmm. and the way that this just worked out, where where this opportunity came, Mm -hmm. and it was just a perfect fit for us to do together, it was also something that complements my real estate Mm -hmm. business, so... Um, so it has been a lot of fun doing well, that. Well,
0: and her. I will just go ahead and say it since you didn't. It's called Ambit Energy. Sure. Yeah. Sure, yes. <laughs> and Heidi and I are also involved in it too and it's been yeah. so fun to be a part of it but I just have to say yeah. Kinsey is a rock star she is. at yes, she this is. business. <laughs> yeah. Like she, is. she, like nobody's business. She just gets out there and yes. she loves it. She's so good at it and I think it's yeah. because like she's really helping people. Yes. Not just save money on their energy bills but she is inspiring people to yep. find who they are and to be bold and confident and, yeah. and I think she's kind of found some of that in herself too and that absolutely I have so proud of her like it's just my favorite
2: thing (laughs) absolutely it's it's been a lot of fun and you're absolutely right it's it's been a an awakening of sorts as um you know she's been a mother of of Mm -hmm. our kids for a long time and it's at this point if this would have come any earlier in life Mm -hmm. it probably wouldn't have worked out so well Mm -hmm. um but we'll be our fourth is in school part-time now and you know our half days and we'll be full-time coming this next Mm -hmm. year and it just good timing. It was the Lord and the timing of yes. it. And it just, um, there's a lot of prophetic in it that, that mm-hmm. I can't, you know, don't have the time to go into all that, but, right. but there were some prophetic words given on her life in the last mm-hmm. few years and ours together, mm-hmm. that there would be something that would come along mm-hmm. that would engage us together and mm-hmm. that we would be able to have impact and influence mm-hmm. in the community and things like that. So, um, which is happening
0: a- in a very short has happened in a very short you haven't even been in a, in a year yeah and it's it all,
2: already has just the ripple effects are huge and it's all yeah. gone. Yeah. yeah i mean yeah. it's hard to take credit for yeah. anything when you just know without a shadow of doubt that uh you know you put your hands to something yes. and, and it's of the lord and you're having yes. fun and enjoying it enjoying the social aspect mm-hmm. and, and loving on people mm-hmm. like you said and yeah. having a true desire to help them yes um it works, you know. That's so, so. cool. Yeah, yeah, I
1: love it. Well so much. and we haven't even talked about this on our podcast yet. But Josh, just as people that are on your team, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well done. Yeah. Thank you you. <laughs> guys are leading so well Thank and you. with so much integrity. Um, that that's what drew me to the business. Yeah. Was man, these are people that yeah, I would give a their integrity. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, I would I would tell people These are these people are the real deal, Mm -hmm. and so I just think that that is so important in business Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is that integrity, that character, Mm -hmm. because really what you're doing is you're giving people this business opportunity, but you're showing them Jesus Mm -hmm. because of your character, because Mm -hmm. of your example, and so I just I think that's so I think it's so important that we tell each other when we respect each other, and so just publicly, man, I just respect your and Kinsey's example to your team mm-hmm. and the fact that you're willing to always have integrity and mm-hmm. be like Jesus mm-hmm. instead of being self focused and self-centered and um, I think that's why God's blessing you in mm-hmm. such a massive way
2: I appreciate that yeah. and and you guys have been a neat part of that journey as well it's and been that's fun. you know I could talk for a long time but you're just who you are as people and anytime mm-hmm. you guys do anything uh, there's this magnetism just to who you are mm-hmm. and and the integrity that you guys have as well mm-hmm. and that honestly, since the day we started this business, it seems like there have been so many people like that, mm-hmm. that have been attracted to this business, that have come into this business. And I and I do think it's not just us alone. It's mm-hmm. the the whole team of, of people that have that same integrity, that yes. same desire to serve other people, yeah. yes. that same desire to um, where it's not just about them, yes. you know, where they'll spend time talking to other people about mm-hmm. So many other things rather than just mice. does this yeah. make me a dollar or yeah, not, you know, yeah, yeah. And, and that has to be there in any business, yeah. I think, to That's do really well. Great. Well,
1: I love that. We were on a on a team call with um, someone that was looking into the business, you and I were, mm-hmm, Josh. Yeah. And one of the things he said, it really struck me. He said, I saw a photo that was posted yeah, of I one of your team that. gatherings. And he said, I was so taken back at the amount of quality people I mm-hmm. saw in that room, the mm-hmm. amount of character that I saw represented in that room. And he said, I I just could not believe the amount of really is what he said. He said, "Godly people that I saw yeah, that did stand you. out to me mm-hmm. a lot." When that he said huge. that as well, yeah, yeah, yeah. we
2: find that happens often, you know, and that you know that people are drawn by the uh, by the people that are in, and you yeah. know, it's it's neat. So.
0: Yeah, that's awesome.
1: Well, Josh, we um we ask all of our guests this question, and so okay. I'm excited to hear your answer. They <laughs> they range very. They have a broad range of answers, mm-hmm. but okay. um, what is something about your life that feels ordinary?
2: Okay. Well, there's a lot of ordinary things, and I know that, you know, we all feel that way. There's a lot of ordinary parts of life. Um, and rather than being boring and just listing all the things that are ordinary, I, I think there are two specific things, if I can share two, um, that have have constantly been an ordinary part of my life or that I've seen as ordinary, um, but has had some impact on how I've viewed them. Mm-hmm. Um, one is my testimony. Um, I mm-hmm. feel like my testimony is very simple. Mm-hmm. Um it's very basic, um, you know. I came to know the Lord early in life. I just constantly—I um, mean, just from an early age, I just believed. And um, you know, obviously, just like anyone else in life, we have times of struggle and times where we don't feel close to the Lord. But sure. you know, I was saved at an early age, um, very simply. And then there was, uh, you know, points of life where I pursued ministry mm-hmm. and other opportunities like that. And you know, some people, they, their whole ministry, they have these incredible testimonies that that literally is the whole ministry. You know, yeah. I mean, they can tell their testimony, people write books weeping. and yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, everything. And, um, you know, it, it was a bit, it was a point of real frustration in my life because I felt like I couldn't lean into that so much. Yeah. Um, but as I've gone further along in life, I've I've become incredibly grateful for my testimony yeah. um, because God spared me from so much. He, yeah. he um, started doing things in my life at an early age that you know, uh, were very valuable to me. And so, um, but the simplicity of my testimony was one thing that I always felt was a little ordinary. And, uh, and then the other thing, which, um, you know, I know many people feel this. I, I've just never quite known what I was supposed to do with my life. Mm. Um, uh, I didn't come, you know, I wasn't born and then, you know, at age five knew I was going to be a doctor or knew I was going to be an attorney or knew I was going to play in the NBA or, <laughs> you know, I, I just, I mean, I had a lot of passions and ideas and desires, but um, I've never quite been able to put a finger on um, what I'm supposed to do with my life. Um, and so, obviously that became a point of uh, real frustration as i started to enter into like the college years and that you're supposed to choose what, you know where yeah. you're going to school and what you're majoring in and what you're going to do yeah. and uh i don't for some reason god's never given me just an absolute clear picture of what i'm supposed to be doing and i also think that's a bit probably of his process in my life i have to trust him constantly yeah. and um even the things i do today i don't know that i'll be doing tomorrow or next year or <laughs> my life's taken a lot of turns and twists and um but that's exciting, you know. I, I enjoy that journey. So,
0: I think so many people can relate to that, specifically to that second one. Yeah, mm-hmm. of just I don't know who I'm supposed to be when I grow up, and yet we're grown up. You know, <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but God, like I'm, I'm older, and I'm supposed to know this. So, I mean, we hear yeah. it all the time in our line of work. You yeah. Just, but I don't know what my call is. I don't. Mm-hmm. And I, man, I just, I so believe now that we put way too much emphasis on what is my purpose (laughs) when our purpose is right in front of us exactly in the moment that we're in every single day. Yeah. Who's in front of you.
2: And when you're in that, um, you know, the church circle quite often, like so many of us are, I feel like there's so much, like you said, emphasis put on your call. Mm -hmm. And I feel like people will wait and wait and wait and wait and be discouraged and discouraged and discouraged and discouraged because they don't have this clear, picture of what they're supposed to be doing and what they're called to right and um and some of that i just i just feel that that you can put your hand to things and you can get going in life and let god lead and guide and and and, you know he will Mm -hmm. you know show and and the things that i've done in my life have not been the things that i thought i would do Mm. you know (laughs) like i thought i would go you know this Mm -hmm. is probably part of my story maybe Mm -hmm. i thought i'd go away and go to ministry school and be a college pastor or something like that and I got there and the school closed down unexpectedly. And, you know, it wow. changed my course drastically. Nothing and, you like know, God closing the door. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, and, uh, but that's just, you know, if you trust God, you can trust that stuff and yes. trust that He's leading you the way that yeah. you're supposed to go. And regardless of what you think that way is supposed to that's be. That's right. And, yeah. and
0: then it doesn't have to be labeled ministry to yeah. actually be ministry. Yeah. Right? Don't you guys Absolutely. think, though,
1: so often people confuse a calling with a title? Mm.
2: Sure, absolutely. You
1: are know, like, oh well, I'm a pastor. Yeah, oh, well then that's absolutely. my calling. Mm-hmm. Or you're like they get, or I don't have up. a title, mm-hmm. so therefore I don't have a calling. Yeah, but mm-hmm. really, truly, I mean, Jesus's example was just serve. Yes, just mm-hmm. serve people. Mm-hmm. And I think Josh, to encourage you, I, you do that so beautifully. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I've watched you interact with a, gr- a room full of people, and you are so intentional with mm-hmm. whoever mm-hmm. you're interacting with, and you listen, mm-hmm. and you then the next time you're talking to him, you you come back to that question of how is mm. that going? And so truly just celebrating people mm. and having that heart to serve. So, yeah. I mean, I really, from my vantage point, I would say I see you walking out your calling. Mm. It just may not be in the form of a title, yeah. mm. you know.
2: That's interesting. Even when I was preparing to come on the show, I was thinking a lot about, you know, it, it's fun. I mean, you sent the questions early, so I could kind of prepare mm-hmm. a little bit or think about what we were going to talk about. I I don't feel like we spend a lot of time Mm self-reflecting on, you know, our lives and where we've been and why we took that path Mm -hmm. and what happened, you know. And one thing I know early on in life, you know, I was raised very, uh, um, you know, in the church or around the church. And we went, you know, Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was there often. And, um, you know, there were lots of times where either someone was praying or or prophesying into my life and saying, you know, you're called to ministry or, you know, there's a, a... you know this this ministry mantle you know you'll do something mm-hmm. ministry mm-hmm. and honestly that i don't know that it. i see it now but it kind of twisted me like you said like mm-hmm. it had i had to be a pastor mm-hmm. i had to be even though my desire was i would have loved i would love to be that sure. yeah um but you know we are all called to ministry that's right, that's in some right. form or yes, fashion yeah. and yeah you know like you said you have you have to let go of the labels and the titles sometimes yes. and just be who god called you to be yes, and that is right. ministry so yeah. because the
0: apostles good. were fishermen and yeah like they they all had other day jobs you know yeah. until jesus said like drop your nets and follow me you know yeah. but they we've done we've done ourselves a disservice to think mm-hmm. that only a select few are called to ministry yeah we're all called to it it's we're all here i agree yeah. to be the gospel for
1: people well, and show people the gospel the day you step into life with jesus yeah you're in ministry mm-hmm. Yeah, because then everyone is your mission and that's what jesus said is yeah go and make disciples exactly and so that that is it's the person right in front of you you yeah. know and it's so. much
2: simpler than we make, make it, it sometimes be. right absolutely <laughs> yeah. yeah absolutely yeah. okay so yeah. this
0: one's a little bit harder for some people okay what about you is extraordinary
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> that 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 is uh, an interesting question um Again, if you don't mind, I'll say two, yes. if that's okay. Yes. Uh, There's one that, because it's not directly pertaining to me, but it's everything pertaining to me. And that that's how I was raised and how I was parented, um, I believe is extremely extraordinary. Um, my parents did not, my dad did not have that typical nine to five job. And, um, you know, the status quo family situation. I mean, my dad was very entrepreneurial. Mm-hmm. He uh, he left um, an environment at, at Caterpillar and where, you know, There is that security and and things, although it was in a time of layoffs and some tough periods, but he, he decided to take on an entrepreneurial, um, you know, adventure and grabbed a camera and started a photography business. Mm -hmm. Um, and that business was ran from our home. Mm -hmm. So I got to see early, early on all the inner workings of a business and, Mm -hmm. and how my father ran his business. And he started several other businesses, um, over, you know, the periods of me living at home and then my parents were also involved in ministry so um they were youth pastors they were college pastors Mm -hmm. uh so again not only did i go to church but i got to see the insides of all of that Mm -hmm. um you know ministry and how that looks the good the bad the ugly i mean all of it um and then the other very unique thing that they did too they brought many people uh, into our home that lived with us i don't think many people know that story about my family but there were at least three or four occasions where um, people were brought in to live with us in our home. Someone wow. that had a baby out of wedlock couldn't go back to campus, and my mom was involved with the pregnancy center, and wow. so that had some impact on my sure. life. Um, you know, being around that. Uh, there was a uh, someone who a drug addict that was just over in the park across from our home that my dad invited to live with us. You wow. know, and I mean, the three or four stories like mm-hmm. that that you know, when you get to see that stuff as a kid, it just creates some unique perspective. So that that was an extraordinary. Uh, part of my life. And it's made everything that I am today fuels back to, to many yeah. of those experiences. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, just more about myself maybe. Um, and, and it's always weird to say, yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. sure you get it often. and <laughs> yeah. yeah. what's extraordinary about you, but, uh, I've just always had an intense drive and ambition in life. Um, and I don't know exactly how to explain it learned, like trying to live up completely to the fullest of my potential, you mm-hmm. know, in every aspect. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, I didn't really think that that was quite uncommon um, mm-hmm. until probably I started to get in the workforce and later in life and I'm running businesses and doing things that it's like I just assume that that's how everybody was. Everybody <laughs> was driven. Everybody had things they wanted to accomplish in life. Everybody liked to come to work and enjoyed putting their hand in, the, you know, and it just – it was – you know, that that's not the case mm-hmm. many times. And uh, But that also is tough because sometimes that creates – um, expectancy in my life. I expect mm-hmm. people to have these same drives and passions. And when they don't, it kind of creates challenges for yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's another thing that's been extraordinary for of my life.
0: I definitely think that's a God given gift. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you're right. It, it isn't common. Mm-hmm. I think it's something that God gives people that he expects a lot out of, that he gives mm-hmm. a large amount of, you know, the story in the Bible where the master gives the servants. money and -hmm. says, here, go do with it. You know, I'm going to be gone and you take it, you know, Mm -hmm. and you're, you'd be the guy that would take it and go and multiply it, you know, instead of hiding it, burying it in the ground. Obviously there's, there's that whole range of people, but I definitely think that's a God given gift, which Mm -hmm. is really cool.
2: And it's neat. And I do see it in so many people. So it's not, I mean, in, in lots of it's not just that I think I'm so different from everyone else. It's just you recognize that in other people too. And it's fun to be around. I believe you guys are the same way. Both of you. I believe you're very driven. You're ambitious. You're, you know, you've Mm -hmm. got that unique, um, you know, quality as well. And, and I'm attracted to that in other people as well, which is
1: neat. Yeah. So you have this, so we're here in central Illinois, Mm -hmm. Illinois. You've got this thriving local business and you're, I would say you're very established in the community. Mm -hmm. Um, how did you decide to get started in all of that? Did you just... Because you said you didn't always know. that yeah. You didn't go like, hey, I want to be a property investor. How did yeah. that come about?
2: Yeah. It, it was the Lord. It was completely um, not on, necessarily on the radar. I was doing other things. Um, I was involved in... Or, you know, had worked at 789 different businesses um I had worked at a photography or it was I'm sorry a camera lab uh mm-hmm. I had worked that was one of my first jobs my dad had owned a part owned a camera lab and I Uh, Helped work there. Um, I was involved. Gets fire equipment as a company in town. I pressure washed semi trucks. I worked at a golf course. I worked at back rack in the mall. I was retail clothing. I was. I mean, I I worked at you know. I worked at the bank. Yeah, SFQ. I worked at SFQ for a year. I went. You know, again, I went away for ministry. I mean, there's so many things, and you know, if you're putting. 110% 110% effort into it and you're, you're trusting the Lord and being, you know, you'll find success in, you know, I believe wherever mm-hmm. you, you yeah, know, yeah. wherever you put your hand to, but something didn't satisfy in, in many of those different, even though I was promoting and doing well, I just, it, it just didn't quite, uh, add up to where I wanted to go in life. And, um, at the age of 21, I wanted to buy, um, or I wanted to move out of the house. <laughs> I mean, that was, <laughs> I'd been there and I, and I'd lived at home for a yeah. few years and, um, but even at an early age, I didn't even renting kind of didn't make sense to me. I wanted to own. I wanted to be paying down on something. I, mm-hmm. I thought that would be a neat experience. So, I bought a house that had an in-laws quarters in the back. So. When I did that at the age of 21, uh, my dad was in, very instrumental in this. He co-signed on my first loan when I bought a property. Uh, he said, "Hey, maybe you could buy this house," and it was one I liked. But you know, you could rent out one side and live in the other. And mm-hmm. I thought, yeah, that's great. So I learned early on. After a little bit of time of doing that, I mean, I wasn't paying to live. I mean, I wasn't paying <laughs> rent. Um, and I thought that was kind of neat. But I still that it didn't. Click yet that that was where I wanted to go in that and then there was a house behind that property that I would mowed the yard for the old gentleman that the the old man that lived there he had to be put into a home at a certain point and his family said well you own properties right would you be in-? and I didn't I mean I only own the one yeah <laughs> um, but I'm like well that's interesting you know maybe maybe that would work so I bought that one and and then it just kind of evolved you know every little while I'd, I'd buy another house and rent it mm-hmm. um, and then that there were some many, I mean, there's a lot to the story, but, sure. um, flipping homes became really popular, uh-huh. like in, you know, Before prior Chip to and Joanna. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. flipping, you know, yeah. lots of TV shows started coming out and people were flipping properties. Um, why I'd met one neat part about my whole real estate journey is I met a man named, um, he's my age, or a little bit younger. His name's Chad Jose. Mm-hmm. and he's a friend of mine, dear, dear friend. And, He was on the same path. I I mean, he was getting real excited about real estate. He was buying a lot of things. He was getting, and we just hit it off. I I think it's really neat to find someone in your field that you connect with, that you can encourage each other, that you have the same struggles, the same things you're working through. Um, And so, in that relationship, you know, he kind of talked me into flipping a house, and and so I tried that, and it went really well. And I did a few more uh, things like that, and then I ended up buying apartment properties and commercial properties and downtown buildings and mm-hmm. um, other things. But uh, the journey is long and extensive, but it just kind of evolved and it wasn't intentional. Yeah, It, it was completely just the Lord leading and mm. yeah.
1: I think what I'm hearing you say, it, it wasn't like you had this big five-year plan or 10-year no. plan laid out in front of you. And so you went, okay, I see the big picture. Now I'm going to do all the little things needed. You did one step at a time Yep, and just trusted God through it
2: i've tried to guide and forecast and i'm you know set goals and forecast and i want to and sometimes i just have a hard time picturing exactly what yeah. and if i decide that's what i'm gonna do i feel like i'm turning my back on all the other mm-hmm. options and things so mm-hmm. i don't really know if that's good or bad or whatever but mm-hmm. yes it's just been step by step it's been gradual yeah. um and it's been unexpected the way things worked out is not how i thought it would go um mm-hmm. you know i got right into flipping houses and that was really big and then 08 happened 07 08 09 i mean all of a sudden the real estate market just dried up overnight yeah. i mean yeah. it was so i had to change the way i did things and so yeah. just trusting the lord and taking it step by step yeah yeah, yeah. and so there have been many miracle testimonies and miracles along the way which has kind of helped prove mm-hmm. to me that this path is of the lord yeah while i'm doing it so yeah. you know lots of testimonies and how properties were sold or mm-hmm. what things that happened or properties you know, given uh, to us by the city to, because they've seen our work on other things, wow. you know, and mean, just mm-hmm. the Lord's leading as well yes. along those yeah. steps. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So. yeah. Well, and I think so many times people think they have to have it all figured out before they take that first step and sure. it, it, nothing against the five-year plan sure. or Absolutely having not. a plan yeah. and goals in place. That's, that's awesome. But yeah. I'm kind of like you where I've just seen the Lord just give me the very next step. And sometimes it's only a half a step, yep. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. you know, and it's only that. That only that half a step is illuminated and he says, You do this and you be faithful in this and then I'll give you the next one. Mm -hmm. That's I can relate to that so much. And
2: you have to take them, you You know, and and even know how small they are. I mean, some people won't take steps because they don't feel either they're significant enough. Like, oh, but that's not as big as I'd planned or dreamed, you know. Mm -hmm. But sometimes you gotta take those small steps. Which is
0: really hard when you're a visionary. Mm -hmm. Because all you see is the end goal. Yeah. Yeah. Is the big picture. Yeah. And it's really hard to realize that you are not even close to that end goal yet. You're still way back at the start with those little half steps that you have to take. Yeah. But those steps of obedience change everything.
1: Absolutely. And
2: when you have a desire for something, maybe, you know, like we talked earlier before this show started, but, you know, if you have a passion for something other than something you're comfortable with, you know, or something you've tried before, it might be the tiniest little step, but if you'll take it, Mm -hmm. you know, things will open up. Yeah. And, uh, yeah.
0: So what are some of the great things about having your own business?
2: Oh gosh, it's uh, I I really enjoy having my own business. I think, I think the most, the thing I like the most is just that everything that I put into it, you know, every drop of sweat, blood, pen, every dollar, mm-hmm. every penny, yeah. it it's mine. You know, I mean, it's it's something that I can, you know, take pride in and be, you know, just an incredible satisfaction with it. Mm-hmm. Everything that I am doing, it's it's for something that that I hope will last and Mm -hmm. be there for my kids or, you know, um, so I think sometimes it's, uh, you know, when you're working for, uh, and nothing against those who work for other company, but you know, when you work for company and you don't quite, you can't, you don't have the buy-in, it's not yours, you know, it's sometimes it's easy to, to lose, um, excitement Mm -hmm. about that. And, so I think that's one thing that's neat about having your own business. I feel there's always this excitement because yeah. you're always growing something yeah. that's that's yours. So
0: there's also a lot of risk too. Yeah, like if it, absolutely. Bombs, you take the absolutely full brunt of it. Yeah. Absolutely,
2: yeah, absolutely. But um, yeah, I I just think that uh in my in my line of work too, it's something that's tangible. Yeah. So real estate is is a very tangible thing. So um, I can drive my kids by a property that we. Mm-hmm renovated I can take mm-hmm. them to a place where you know we built something or mm-hmm. you know that's kind of neat that's too really so cool. yeah
0: so I'm assuming when you have your own business there aren't ever any struggles right oh never no. <laughs> peachy yeah
2: no yeah there's there's quite a few struggles for sure
0: how do you how do you
1: self-motivate to I mean because it's not like you can have your boss give you the pep talk and like talk you through it or is is your boss yeah. is that Kinsey is she like babe honey it's monday <laughs> go to work
2: <laughs> actually yeah you know i don't know you know we we do talk about business a lot but um sometimes it's even there's so much to it that i i don't talk about it as much as maybe i should sometimes with her and all the details and stuff because yeah. i'm exhausted honestly by the end of some yeah. days i don't yeah. feel like you rehashing all, all of it right, you know sure, right. um yeah. but yeah there there's struggles um and like you said earlier heather you know the buck does stop with you. I mean, there's a lot of responsibility when you have your own business. I mean, you're really responsible for whether it succeeds or fails and, every little thing, whether you're, whether you're doing something within that business or somebody else's, it always falls back to you. And so, you know, having to take that responsibility, you know, there's there's many other things. People have this idea that when you own a business, I mean, I mean, you, have, you probably already know where I'm going, but it's just like, oh, you get to control your eye. You know, you can just right. take days off and right. go golfing and do this <laughs> and do that. Usually lunches. Yeah, and it's so the opposite. Yeah. I mean, it's so uh, you have to give twice as much effort and yeah. you have to make sure. I mean, you you really want to make sure it does succeed. And, um, do you
0: have to really be intentional about shutting it off? Because I would imagine oh, yeah. that it just doesn't shut off naturally like you leave the office and close the door and it's not there. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I, I do, I have to be very intentional and, and that's probably something that, you know, even now that we've got kids and everything else, it it's really has to be intentional because, you know, sporting events and stuff, you can't just be there on your phone and taking every yeah. call and, right. yeah. you know, um, and, and back to the beginning, like, uh, you know, one thing that's extraordinary, like I like to work, um, you know, yeah. I, I, I do, I enjoy yeah. it. So, so it's kind of, it is hard sometimes yeah. to shut it down, but, yeah. um, But anyways, a few other things just quickly, you know, about the stroke, you know, you have to make tough decisions sometimes and not only affect you, but affect other people. And, Mm -hmm. um, I know you have to do that in other jobs too, but when it's your own business, there's, there's a lot of significant decisions that have to be made. And, and whether it's you buy something, I mean, like you said, risk, I mean, whether I'm going to buy something or not buy something and evaluating all that risk, Mm -hmm. um, and, and the not so glamorous part about my job, which I feel is probably most of the time is putting out fires and solving mm-hmm. problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, if you ever running <laughs> your own, oh, it's just, mm-hmm. that's that's much of the day in and day out, mm-hmm. you know?
1: Yeah. So. I noticed, doesn't your license plate say invest? It does, yeah. So I noticed that about you because you obviously have a, a property investment company. So that makes sense. But mm-hmm. I think the thing that it, it always makes me think of for you yeah. when I see your license plate is your heart for people, yeah. your willingness to invest in people.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, Josh, how does that, how are some of the ways that you show the love of Jesus in your everyday in your in your owning your own business, and how does that play out as a business owner?
2: Yeah, um, that's a good question. I, I I think about that. You know, how how do I do that? Um, I'm not. Uh, I struggle to find the word for this, but I'm not like crazy evangelical or mm-hmm. like I if that's even the correct word. Mm-hmm. But you meet yeah. someone and it's I'm not it's not my nature to walk up and be like so do you know jesus you know i mean like it, it's just even though i don't people who do that i'm incredibly you know yeah. impressed by yeah. that that gift and yeah. what they do um so in my business and what i do i mean I, I just i just try to be myself i try to be natural and and lean into to my natural tendencies and i feel like if you if you do go that route where you're just trying to push in areas where it's not natural for you sometimes yeah. it's it's seen as fake and phony. Yeah. And, and, yeah. um, so, so I, I try to lead just naturally with my people and, and build relationship. And, um, and then that always leads to, I, I never have to sh- try to find an open door. yeah Like I, I feel mm, if you're so just good. real with people and, and, you know, and if it's naturally what flows through you because your relationship with the Lord and you that's love right. people and you love what mm-hmm. you're doing and all, mm-hmm. there's always opportunity. Mm-hmm. And, um, I just read a book recently, you mentioned Chip and Joanna, and they wrote, they wrote a book that read the Fixer Upper book, but he wrote one called Capital Gains recently. And he talked about when you actually have to work with someone for 12 hours, just the depth of where that relationship Mm -hmm. goes. And that's kind of my I mean, I'm working with people all the time. And and so these relationships get get pretty neat to where they that trust is there and they they ask questions and open Mm up. Um, But one thing that I have found that's probably been the most uh, impactful in in uh, in my business as far as just where I know the Lord uh, works in this way is when I think so often people say to others, you know, well, well, I'll pray. You know, they bring something up and say, well, I'll pray for you. You mm-hmm. know, and I, mm-hmm. but um, I found in my business over the years I've had lots of opportunity to pray with them, yeah. and mm-hmm. and uh, I don't think that's common practice, especially in the the world of business and stuff like that, where if right. somebody's talking about you know something's going on at home, well, well let's do you mind if I pray with you? And, mm-hmm. and, uh, so whether that's on the job side or we walk out to the truck, wherever I feel that it's comfortable, you know, for them, yeah. um, I like to engage in that with either coworkers or, or contractors and, mm-hmm. and, uh, something happens mm-hmm. when you pray with someone. Yep. Um, you may not have known them for a few minutes or you could have known them for five years, yep. but when you engage in prayer with them, yeah. And, and they, f- you know, feel and experience that moment and they know that you care about them. They know mm-hmm. what the Lord cares about them. And, and obviously the Holy Spirit begins to work. And mm-hmm. sometimes you don't even know what you're praying, you know, yes, the Lord right. leads. And yes. as he does, you know, people, there's many times where I've seen these strong contractors and men and yeah. people I've worked with just break and weep. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and um, I'm thankful for those opportunities. And mm, that's
0: so like, incredible. And don't you find that? Almost never does someone say, No, you can't pray for oh, me. Oh, never. I've never had,
2: I <laughs> yeah. can't remember a time yeah. where someone said, yeah. No, please don't yeah. Yeah. pray with me.
0: Um, I think you're yeah. so right,
1: though. I mean, yeah. when we bring Jesus into our everyday, into our ordinary
0: moments, yeah. mm-hmm. the atmosphere changes. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it Everything does. Everything changes mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And it's, I love what you said because, um, Heidi would be the person that would walk up to you and say, "Do you know Jesus?" Absolutely, I've seen it, and I love it. Which is not usually the first question.
2: (laughs) Second, (laughs) maybe like question (laughs) three. Question three, but that's such a
0: gift. Like you obviously have that gift, and I'm a little more like Josh, where you know, I'm I'm gonna talk to you for a very long time, and then the second meeting, I'm gonna, you know, (laughs) sure, you know. But I think I think it's that's so unique in how God has gifted us all differently. Yeah. Yeah. I think so many people are like you and I are, Josh, where the love of Jesus and the gospel of Jesus comes through in our treatment of people yeah, and in how we're kind to them Mm -hmm. and our love for them and are noticing them and are taking the time to sit across from them and listen to their stories and say, like, hey, how is your daughter? And um, I do think, though, if I can interrupt Heather, Mm -hmm. so it may be
1: somewhat rare to Mm -hmm. have The ability to walk up to somebody and have a conversation about God Mm -hmm. in the first meeting. Mm -hmm. But I think it's really almost equally as rare for people that are intentional about bringing Jesus into their everyday. Yeah. You know, I don't think it is, I think there's many Christ followers Mm -hmm. that are very quiet in Mm -hmm. their belief. Yeah. And it never infiltrates their everyday life. Yeah. And I think that is the breakdown of what Jesus intended for us to do Mm -hmm. and what many of us are actually doing yeah is we're not weaving him into our everyday moments and letting our job you know Mm -hmm. praying with a contractor who i mean for you it could be very intimidating to like oh what's this guy gonna think of me sure you know if i'm suggesting i pray for him Mm -hmm. that could be considered like is that manly Mm -hmm. you know sure absolutely so i mean i think that it's Mm -hmm. i think that's encouragement for Mm -hmm. every christ follower listening to go You may not be the boldest person, but you can bring Jesus into everything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, Josh, such a testimony, Mm -hmm. testament, and Heather, Mm -hmm. you too, of just, it's always about Jesus, Mm -hmm. no matter what we're doing. Yeah. If we allow him to work,
2: he will. Yes, absolutely. You start
1: asking God to give you opportunities, and all of a sudden, you're like, wow, I've had all these opportunities. How did this happen? Yeah. It's always God.
2: People are so, I I say this, and then someone will talk to somebody tomorrow, and it'll be completely the opposite, but people are so open. Yeah. To, um. you know, just when, when you care about them mm-hmm. and, and you start to talk to them and, and you start to take interest in, you know, what's going on in their life and you mm-hmm. uh, offer prayer. I, I feel like people are so – they don't know where exactly to get that. Mm-hmm. Like if they weren't raised in a church or they don't go off there, they, they don't have people that they talk to all the yes. time that – want to pray for them or i mean some people that you know if i've had the opportunity to pray with them it it might be the first time they've received prayer in 15 years yes Yes. i think we it's easy for us to take for granted prayer and how powerful Mm -hmm. that is and i was even thinking that uh the last couple days when i was driving around i was thinking about a um just particular person and i and you know i i think a simple prayer would change his life Mm -hmm. um a simple time of just praying with him and and I don't say that to be ultra-spiritual. It's definitely not. There are days that, like, I'll go by and I'm so busy and so great. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's definitely just uh, trusting the Lord to lead and, and letting it be the right moment yes. and the right, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, so good. When you're running yeah. saws and everything. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. I mean, there are times where it's just like, this is not the right yeah. <laughs> moment. But, but God always creates that space for the right moment, especially yeah. if you're um, expectant mm-hmm. that He will. Yes. Yeah. And I think that's sometimes where... Um, that's that daily when you walk out the door being expectant yeah. that God will create opportunities yes. that day. And I think sometimes we, we just go They're about our day and, and just we, yeah, yeah. And we just yeah. are anticipating yeah. that they'll be there.
1: So. Well, and it's an exciting way to wake up to go, Oh, God's oh, yeah. got something in store yeah. for me today that I've Absolutely. got to figure out. Yeah. Who do I get to walk meet Jesus into this to? You never yeah. know. Yeah. yeah. You never yeah. know. Exactly. So you mentioned your sweet wife who uh-huh. we both know and love. She's so sweet and cute. Um, What is your ideal date
2: night with Kenzie? Um, I think I can guess. You think so? Mm -hmm. Why don't you guess? A trip to Lowe's. A trip to Lowe's. I mean, because I've seen seen some of those
0: on Instagram. We
2: have had many of those. (laughs) Yep. Sometimes that, uh, you know, date night where I have to pick up one last item, but then (laughs) that turns into us looking at light fixtures for the kitchen or, you know, those are good. Yeah, they're good. Um, Yeah, that's, that's funny. I... In central Illinois, maybe you guys like, I find the question was ideal, right? What's yeah. an ideal? Yeah, you know, yeah. it's kind of hard to, sometimes I run out of these great ideas right? of what mm-hmm. to yes. do. And, mm-hmm. you know, but Kinsey and I, we really just enjoy being together. And um, it is funny that you bring up Lowe's or Menards or Home Depot, or whatever, because really anything that we're doing where it's kind of like the stress is gone for that period of time or um and i don't say this again i love being with my kids and that's Mm -hmm. but when when they're when they're put away and taken care of and we know that they're taken Mm -hmm. care of and we just have that space to be together um it doesn't matter what we're doing um you know so we like to go out and have a nice dinner um (laughs) i used to really enjoy going to movies but she doesn't so much so we we compromise and we'll go home and watch a movie or something you know and we enjoy that quite a bit um we had a really great date uh what was it new year's eve um we enjoy seafood quite a bit we like crab legs Mm -hmm. and uh so sometimes we'll just go to jonah's or dixon's or whatever and buy those and then the time of even preparing that together Mm -hmm, and just hanging out is so good Mm -hmm. um but, yeah, over that New Year's Eve, the kids were taken care of, and, and we did – I met her at Aldi's, and we picked up some things. And even oh, that, like I so remember funny. this, you know, yes. meeting her at Aldi's and walking and getting some things for mm-hmm. that night and for the week. And it, that was just fun, yeah. you know. I, so I'm thankful for a wife that I love being with mm-hmm. and love being yeah. around. Yeah. And then so really anything that we do is pretty ideal when we get that time I together, love that so.
0: encouragement because it means that you don't have to – because we don't here in central Illinois don't have a plethora of exciting <laughs> – The you know, beach. You the know, mountains, exactly. the ocean, like, yeah, you know, it's no theater. Like, yeah. You know. yeah. <laughs> but I love that it doesn't really matter what you're doing. And Chris and I are the same way. Like if yeah. we just get time together, it can be, it could be going to Aldi's, It can be going to exactly. Lowe's. It can be driving yeah. through Starbucks. Like it's taking that very ordinary thing that we're doing yeah. and going this, mm-hmm. this is for us yep. This, yep. and we're going to make the best of it. Yeah. That's so good.
1: So what, on the topic of marriage, then you, you've been married a while. We talked mm-hmm. about that. What are some of your tips then for keeping your marriage, not just together, you know, we, we hear people yeah. say a lot like, well, I love my spouse, but do you, do you like your spouse? Cause yeah. it's different. You know, you yeah. can love someone and not really like them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what are some of your tips for having that healthy, strong marriage?
2: Yeah. Um, we do like each other we do enjoy being together. Um, can I be really honest? Yeah. Please. Okay. <laughs> what? Well, 15 years of marriage. Uh, I think that this past year has probably been our most challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, and not because we've lost love for each other not mm-hmm. because we're cheating on each other. We've got other interests or, you know, but it's just the season of life. You know, we're, we're going through a season of life where, uh, there's a lot going on. Our Mm -hmm. kids are involved in so many things. Um, I, I coach, uh, you know, I coach, Mm -hmm. we started a new business. Mm -hmm. We, um, even within the larger you know, the real estate business there, there's always challenges and and things that, you know, this might not be like an over the night solution. Like Mm -hmm. it's going to take me some extra time and effort and I'm going to have to work on this for a while. And, So this past year, um, I I think it's been, um, again, just the seasonal life that we're in, it's been challenging, but I think it comes back to keeping marriage a priority. Mm -hmm. And I I think in so many things that have gone on, we've kind of, or it's easy to just let that priority slip down to below, making sure I've got my stuff prepared for practice and making sure that those questions were answered from those emails Mm -hmm. from ambit folks or, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, uh, it's funny, Kenzie and I have even been talking the last few days. It's just like, we have to continue to make marriage such a strong priority. Um, even though we love each other the same amount and even though we're still interested and we love being together, um, if you don't make it something that, that, you know, whether it's a date night or whether it's just an hour that you just say, (laughs) and I'm sure when you talk to me, people, this is probably me. People say the same thing, but, you know, making it a priority is very important. Like
0: turn off your phone and sit and look at each other. Yeah. Absolutely,
2: and then you know the other, uh, you know, key or tip or whatever. I, I just think, you know, we don't have a plan B. You know, we don't. You know, when we set our vows, when we said that, you know, it's forever. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what's really been awesome about our marriage is we've never, I can't remember a single time her or I where it's like that's ever been challenged that mm-hmm. that that we are not in this forever mm-hmm. that. Um, as far as, you know, if there's a fight or an argument and it's a real blowout that it's, I mean, divorce has never been I brought up, you, you know, never, a, never. Yeah. I mean, yeah. never. Um, and I think we both have a real great understanding of that's both of our conviction. Mm-hmm. And, and when so. we know that, I mean, when we both just know it, then we're going to figure it out. Cause we definitely are, want marriage to be a great thing and mm-hmm. we want years and years of a great life together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so uh, we just don't have a plan B, you know, our plan A is to, to make the best of everything that. together. And, mm-hmm. and, uh,
0: because don't you that's think that's when you have that plan B in the back of your mind, or you throw that word out there mm-hmm. in the midst of the heat of the battle, all of a sudden it's out there yeah, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, oh and it becomes an option and it's Satan takes it mm-hmm. and he goes, okay, you said it now I'm going to use it. Yeah. Cause I, I mean, I've just seen that and so many of my friends' lives and yeah. people, you know, family members' lives and such where they're the ones that put it out there. Yeah. And I love that. Like, you don't have plan B. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so
2: good. Well, lately too, I mean, there's just so much. I, I know you and your husband, Heather, started a, a prayer yeah. ministry for marriages yeah. and stuff. And I think it's just incredible and it's timely. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you can say that there's no plan B, but, you know, I see so many marriages and strong what, yes. what I assume these are strong yes. families, strong marriages, that are challenged um, mm-hmm. all the time, and and Plan B does become an option, yeah. you know, and mm. um, and I'm not saying that there's not many times things that need right. to be that are that way, serious, yes, way serious, you know, counseling right. and and right. who knows where that sure. all goes. And we're
0: not telling you to stay in an abusive. Relationship yeah, yeah, exactly, like that, exactly. Right? I'm not. <laughs> yes. And
2: my wife, it's funny, we talked about this one time, and she's like, "Well, that sounds kind of." uh, like, I'm um, you know, we're trapped together, <laughs> you, know, there's not, you know, but <laughs> it, it's, yeah, yeah. Committed. Yeah. yeah. But you know, it's just that, yeah, it is. It's that commitment yeah, just yeah, that we're, yeah. We are committed, yeah. but, um, yeah.
1: When it's probably marriage hasn't probably always been super easy. I mean, if you do anything for 15 years, you're sure to have moments where you're like, man, this is hard work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? So I think if the listener is listening, going, well, surely they've just never had a hard year or a yeah. hard, a hard season. Yeah. They I have four kids. That, of course it's four, four <laughs> kids. That's all, that's all that needs to be said is just that commitment though yeah. to each other. And I,
0: I like to even take it a step further and use that word covenant. Yeah. Like you, yeah, you absolutely. stood before, if you're a follower of Jesus, right, Um, you stood before God mm-hmm. and you said, we're making a covenant right. before God right. with God to this person. And I think that's really in those hard moments, in those hard days, in those hard years, Yeah, like that's what. For us, at least, that's what keeps us together. Yeah. Well, and what a huge example for your four kids hmm. to see.
1: You know, I mean, I think divorces rocked so many families mm-hmm. and children, and it affects children into all of their adult years Forever. who experience their mm-hmm. their parents' divorce. Um, I mean, that's a huge gift to give to your children.
2: Yeah. And I don't so, think it's a you know obviously. Uh, that isn't a new, you know, divorce and struggle in marriage and family mm-hmm. structure, you know, that's not something that's new, yeah. you know, I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's, it seems like it's become easier and, you know, it happens more often, mm-hmm. but, you know, wh- where it's interesting to me is when, um, kids come home and they start to have questions about, mm-hmm. you know, and they might even ask you, you know, are, is, are you ever going to leave dad or, yeah, you know, I heard yeah. so-and-so talking yes, or, yeah. you know, um, do you. I don't know, just the simple questions kids will ask, yes. you know, uh, will you ever be married to somebody else? Mm-hmm. Or and it's, yeah. it is, I think, um, a gift, like you said, to yeah. be able to walk our kids through the understanding of no, you know, you know, we're married, you this know, is this it. is, yeah, this is, yeah. we'll always be here for yeah. you, you know, and yeah. to yeah. give them that assurance. And, yeah. Yeah. um, I think it, it does something for them. For as sure. And yeah. that give that's such a... security. Yeah, yeah security. Yeah, that's I mean, the we word. As yeah.
1: Children of God know that God the Father is not going to turn his back on us. Yes, exactly. And that's right. the same thing for a child right. with yeah. their physical dad and mom. Yeah. Nope, mom and dad are in this. So yeah. That's so a huge good
0: gift. Yeah. So, what's something, just for a fun little conversation, yeah. what's something on your bucket list? Or do you have a bucket list? Good question.
2: List? Uh, you know, I don't, but I should. <laughs> um, I'm actually going through. Um, I'm I'm in a bit of a transitional period of life and I'm going through and I'm I'm setting some new goals and I'm and I'm mm-hmm. setting some things I don't know. You get to this point I think when you're nearing 40 uh-huh. and not mm-hmm. that not that that's anything at all but I yeah. you know there's stages of life. Stock of yeah, yes. it's yeah. like you know I've put a lot into this that and everything yep. else and now it seems like okay I I may be entering another chapter yep. another I'm right
0: there right uh, season. There, yeah, and yep. I'm just
2: trying to figure out you yep. know what's that look like? What do I want it to look like? Yes. And um so So I'm working on some of that. One thing that I've had ever since I was young, or I don't know, middle age, and in high school, and so I've always wanted to write a book. Mm -hmm. Um, But I say that, and I don't. Things have changed so much over the years. You know, it's it's from books to now you've got podcasts and blogs and vlogs and and, yeah, yeah. so many ways Mm -hmm. to express. Mm -hmm. You know. Things, but I just think there's been something about having something in hand a book that that you've written that your name's on that, um, something that will last. I'm big into reading, I'm big into, uh, you know, when somebody puts the written word out there, I mean, it can last forever. And and I just, I'm, I value that. So I think that would be really neat to write a book. There
0: seems
1: to be a theme. Yeah, you are the second guest today. Oh really? That has admitted that they would maybe
0: someday <laughs> possibly write a book. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Well, you never know. Yeah, you first never know. first step maybe would be a podcast. I mean, we, yeah, we've been telling him for a while. Like, yeah, go for it.
2: Yeah, do it. Podcasting, um, blogging. Um, I, I like to write, and I like okay. to put and and right. I like I like the uh, I like the podcasting thing as well. Um, sometimes I like to collect my thoughts. Yeah. and right. and and feel like i've already edited right. and and, and then, already right. put together and, and, and then what? i put you it out can there edit. yeah yeah, yeah. Awesome. yeah that cool. is true that is true and that that is those are the things that yeah. uh, i feel like if i got more comfortable with understanding those things i'd yeah. probably really enjoy podcasts i listen to a lot of podcasts yeah. and i really enjoy that format um podcasting it's so. so
0: cool that we that we live in a time where we can go for it yeah. you can do it you can write a book you can anything it. you don't there have to wait so. for you know this big sign in the sky. You can just do
2: it. So, and if you have a cell phone, I mean, yeah. you know, you or a smartphone, you can do anything <laughs> yes. anymore. Yeah. I mean, yes. yeah. express yourself, learn things. I mean, yeah. it's an amazing time yes. I think that we live in. It is incredible. Um, so, and even writing a book, I mean, the you're your being able to um, research and all that. I mean, mm-hmm it's just everything's available to you. Almost too much. Almost too much. I was
0: uh, teaching my fifth grader this past week or last week about, um, encyclopedias. Sure. Okay. okay. So like in, <laughs> his, this right, month? in his textbook, it wanted us to go to our shelf and look at the row of encyclopedias. <laughs> and I was like, we're going to have to go to the library yeah, yeah, to look at that because I mean, who used no one Google yeah. Yeah, exactly. the internet. I it's was like, mean, okay, this is what we used to use. Yeah. yeah. Now we use this. And it was just yeah. interesting, like in just from the time that I was in school to the time that he's in fifth grade, yeah. that has changed. Oh, we have gosh. so much at our fingertips that we can. Yeah, that we can utilize. Yeah.
2: So. The internet, texting. I remember sending my first text. Yes. I mean, it doesn't even wasn't even that long though. I'm like, what is that? You write, you put words in the phone. Why would somebody want? To, you know? I our <laughs> kids can't fathom
1: it's, a time when we didn't it. have texts.
0: I yeah, actually exactly. remember saying to a friend who was texting on a flip phone. You know, when it was all the like shorthand text or yeah. whatever that was called. Uh-huh. I will never do that. I'm yeah, never going, I felt I'm that never way too. Going to text. I felt that way too. Yeah, <laughs> now it's that's it. all you do, right? Oh <laughs> man. Well, so, one last thing. Sure. As we wrap up here, what would you say to twenty-year-old Josh?
2: Hmm. Um. You know, I I really don't you know, when I, when I think of that question, I think, well, maybe, you know, there was things that I regretted or wished that I would have done differently that I could go back and instruct myself or whatever. I, I really, to this point, I haven't had anything that I really regret, even though it's been much different than, than maybe mm-hmm. I'd pictured. But, um, so there's nothing that I would necessarily go back and say to myself, gosh, don't do this or mm-hmm. please, you know, even if I screwed up royally, I feel like it's, it's, been such great learning experiences Mm -hmm. and, and things like that, that God's taught me such incredible lessons. Um, but if I would go back, I would say, um, enjoy, enjoy life a little bit more Mm -hmm. and, and value relationships a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Um, I've always tried to enjoy life. I've always, you know, valued relationships, but, but just a little bit more through the twenties to thirties. Um, that was a period of time that I worked. I mean, nonstop. I, I really, I don't remember calling a single friend for probably 10 years. I mean, I, I didn't, uh, it was, you know, grind, 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 trying Mm -hmm. to build, 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 build. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and there's even relationships. Like I have a grandfather who, who, um, has passed away now. Like I wish I would have had more time to ask him things and be. but I was really, you know, just so busy Busy. working, working, working. Mm -hmm. And, um, but I do with that, I do think that when you're running a business and you're doing things, sometimes there is an incredible amount of imbalance that does take place mm-hmm. to get yourself to a place much quicker than, mm-hmm. than things. And, and I don't, so again, I don't regret that I had to put in right. all that effort. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would try to enjoy life. Well, even now, I, I tell myself this now, yeah. enjoy life a little more. Yeah. And, and it's hard for me to do that. I don't know if you're like that at all or either one. Like mm-hmm. I, I, sometimes I don't even know how to do that. Right. Like yeah. I, 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 right.
0: How I do I slow down for two hours? Yes. How do I, I how enjoy do yeah, this totally. moment? I yeah. want to,
2: but yeah. I don't know how to
0: yeah.
2: Yeah. enjoy that, and then put um, even more value on relationships.
0: Yeah, that's really good. Our family has a motto um, that we say all the time, and our kids know it. What's our family motto? Work hard, serve hard, play hard. Yeah. And you know, uh, we want that play hard in there because absolutely been, we have to. Yeah. You know, being somebody that's very driven too, like I have to make myself almost schedule. Yeah. Absolutely. play time in, refresh. or time or refresh you yeah. know and that so I can relate to that a lot yeah but it's so important because it's you so get to the important. end of your life and you're like did I enjoy it
2: I've thought about mm-hmm. that a lot lately it's like yeah. you know yeah as years go by I mean they're flying by yeah. and yeah <laughs> you know another 15 20 30 years um I want to look back at life and know that you know not only did I accomplish some things not only did I raise a family mm-hmm. but like man, that was awesome. That was I loved every minute of it. Yeah. You yeah, know? And yeah. so, yeah. yeah, that's so
1: good. Well, Josh, this has been such a fun podcast with you. And as I'm sitting here having this conversation with you, I think people should do conversation like this more often, not with microphones, Yeah, absolutely. But these questions of each other of like, tell mm-hmm. us what's on your heart, you know, tell us what's going on in your mm-hmm. life because it's so valuable. I was sitting, um, a few weeks back preparing to share at church and there was these young girls, two young girls sitting right next to me in this restaurant And for an hour and a half, they talked about nothing other than surface Hmm. of, you know, what their fashion was and what their nail color was and not bad things, but I just, it hit me. I thought, okay, here's these probably mid 20 year old girls and they're, I don't know if they're sisters or friends, but just all surface. And I just think there's so much value and power in a conversation that, God's word says that iron sharpens iron mm-hmm. talking about, you know, how your stories and your life and your experiences can encourage us and make us better. And so I think for our listeners, you know, take time to invest in your friends. Yeah. You know, Josh is this, this business
0: investor, these people investor, um, really take time to invest. be intentional about yeah. asking questions, even if you have to write them down, you know, and, and yeah. remember I'm like asking people questions that are about them in their yeah. lives and it's really powerful that's why
2: i love podcasts you know mm-hmm. because it creates that space like i can't i find it hard i can't just go to somebody and say what would you say to your 20 year old you you know yeah, like like yeah. it just sometimes yeah. it's hard to just engage in those yeah. um... try it
0: at dinner one night it's <laughs> yeah, awesome i bet it is no i'm serious like <laughs> no, look I look on their it. face and they're like because people don't get asked things about No, they themselves. love to be. be. Yeah. I think people
2: love or yeah. most yeah. people I yeah. think really do like when people dive into their life yeah. a bit more than the surface. <laughs> yeah. But um that's why I do think podcasting is such yes. a relevant and unique yes. space because yeah. you have an opportunity to ask people things that they may have never been asked that's or right. yeah. you know have never yeah um been able to share things about their life that they would like to and yeah, yeah. so it's amazing what you guys are doing and i commend oh, you and you know this is my first time being on a podcast so yay, <laughs> lots yay. of fun oh, and we and, love uh, first guests i appreciate first
1: podcast guests yeah so fun i appreciate <laughs> you've like. done a great job thank Your you stories are i think gonna encourage a lot of people yeah. great so Well, thanks for listening. We're so happy that you did. Please feel free to jump over to iTunes. Make sure you subscribe so that you never miss an episode. Um, I had someone ask me, Heather, last week. She said, I hear people saying that they listen to these on their phone and that their phone tells them, when there's a new episode, she said, how do I do that? It's really simple. You mm-hmm. go to your podcast app, which you probably have if you have a smartphone. Mm-hmm. If you don't, you can go to um, your app store and you can get a podcast app. Mm-hmm. And then you can just search for the podcast you want to listen to. And every week it will upload mm-hmm. any subscribe. new episodes. You have to subscribe yep. to it. Yeah. And
0: it'll pop right up on there. Yep. So if you do that, you'll get to hear all of our awesome guests. And I know our listeners, we've had so many do this and we're so grateful. But if you are a faithful listener, mm-hmm. or maybe you've only listened once and something that someone said connected with you, could you go to iTunes and leave some feedback? Yeah, like Give us those five stars and leave us feedback. And it's not so that Heidi and I can feel really great about ourselves. No. It's because the more feedback that people leave on iTunes, the it's algorithms, yeah. right? And so uh, people can find it easier. Yeah. They can find it when they search for things. And mm-hmm. so it really helps um, this get out to Gay other momentum. people that we are never going to reach just from our little circle. Right. Yeah. So do that. And then also we have um, a brand new Facebook page. Yeah. We mentioned this uh, last week and we fought that. Man, We didn't hardcore. Want to, I know tooth and nail. No, nope, no, nope, we're not Facebook. We're not going to go to Facebook, but we did. We caped. Okay, so Facebook is the beast. So, it but must, there are some good things about it. So, we some can put awesome things, some clickable links for yes. episodes. And- so, and all of our new sponsors that we're having now, yep. there are actual links that you can go on there and click on and right. go straight to our sponsors. Yep. So, go check that out and give us a like on there. And as always, you can find us on Instagram. You can contact us on Instagram. Yep. There's a little promo. Uh, contact button. You can click right on there for our email. We love to pray for you. So please reach out if there's anything that we can pray for you. And thanks for listening. We will talk to you next time.
1: Heather, I loved our conversation with Josh today. I did too. He's He's, such a good friend. He is. He's so driven, but he's also... So intentional about people,
0: about seeing people. Yes. And I think that's so important. I felt like we could have talked to him for a long time and gotten so much more wisdom and nuggets out of him. And Yeah. What good. a good guy. Well, we want
1: to thank today's sponsor of this H&H Hour episode. Her name is Rosie Boone. She's a consultant with Beauty Counter. And um, Heather, Beauty Counter has this mission to get safe products into the hands of everyone. And um, it's interesting, their Beauty Counter bans more than 1,700 harmful ingredients from from their product line, Heather. Um, That's insane. 1,700? 1,700. Yikes. Um, but these are the same ingredients that have been linked to things like cancer. Mm. or infertility. We've had a lot of guests that have struggled with that. Um, Organ toxicity, uh, skin irritations. But then Heather, when you go to compare them against the ingredients that are um, used in other products, many of these ingredients are actually banned in the EU. Yeah. But here in the US, only 11 of those ingredients are banned. Gracious. So there's this huge legislation that's mm-hmm. trying to be passed. Um, I read that Beauty Counter is trying to enact some law in order for the personal care industry to take on some new law, to have some new legislation. Mm. Um, no law has been passed or enacted since 1938. Oh
0: my goodness. So I
1: think it's time for some change.
0: So whatever we're putting on our skin right now is not good for us.
1: Yes, yes so we are just excited for me personally I'm excited to have a skincare line that I actually use and love I'm getting great results with um, and it's something that I can really promote to my friends and and trust that this is something good and healthy for them yes that's so, so good. we just want to thank Rosie for partnering with us yes. for seeing the vision of the H&H Hour and going this fits my vision too so this is a great fun partnership
0: That's so awesome. We've made it super easy for you to check it out and to get more information. You can head over to our Instagram account and um, we have tagged Rosie so you can just jump onto her Instagram or you can look at our Facebook page, the H&H Hour, and there's a link that you can click. Don't you love it when there's a link you can click? Yes. Thank you, Facebook. And that'll take you right to Rosie's shopping page. Yes. And then you can ask questions. You can contact her. Make sure that you mention that we sent you the H&H Hour so that she knows and we think you're going to love it. I'm actually really excited to try some of it because I haven't tried any of it. Yeah. But now I'm all you know, excited about putting good things on my skin. Well, and this has
1: been a new find for me just within the last few months. And I kind of thought, oh, you know, I'm hearing about it. I'll give it one round of skincare and I'll try it. Okay. And I'm at reorder. Okay. And I love it. Okay. You're sold. Yep. Awesome. Thank you, Rosie. Thanks for listening.